What is good, everyone? Welcome back to Cowgirl Corner. I'm your host, Aubin Fippen. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Chelsea Alexander. Um, we are excited to be back this week and off a fresh Bedlam weekend in Stillwater and a Big 12 tournament coming up this weekend. So kind of a lot to talk about this week. Um, kind of just going to go over Bedlam games this weekend and what that looked like. Um, I know Chelsea got to go this weekend and got to sign some autographs on Sunday. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It was an exciting weekend. I mean, no matter the outcome, Bedlam is always a fun time, at least when you're in Stillwater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's a good weekend. Got to see some good softball, got to see some familiar faces. So uh, it's that time of year where it's just, it seems like every weekend's a big weekend. It's all really exciting. So it's a fun time. It is. It is a fun time. It's the best time of year for softball. Like you said, Coach G says this is what, um, season three of yep. of the of play right now. We got Big Twelve tournament yep. this weekend. We'll kinda we'll deep dive into that next segment. But I'm just gonna start off with a bedlam this weekend. Not great for the cowgirls, but to me personally, this weekend was a win. Um just for how we played compared to past weeks, because I had no expectations really going into this weekend. Because of especially since Wednesday's lost against North Texas, I was like, okay, we're setting the bar for this weekend. I'm just not gonna have high hopes. I just small wins are wins. So that's what this weekend was. I think that they really kind of showed that we can, I mean, keep up with OU, which I was happy with. I mean, almost taking a game on Saturday, leading the game on Friday for most of the game. Um, Sunday kind of had missed and missed opportunities that we probably that they probably could have capitalized on. But overall, honestly, I'm I'm happy with the way they played this weekend just because I saw improvement and a little bit of consistency, but still leaving runners on. And I know that's kind of been the biggest thing for them with their struggling is leaving runners on and having errors that we don't normally have in the field. I don't know if you've noticed that, Chelsea, but. Just yeah, I mean, you look at that though. We we had some errors, like I know Kylie had some throws that were tailing on her. Stuff like that happens. I I didn't see any like major errors that you just look at and you're like, who are we? You know, like errors yeah. are bound to happen. Of course, you want to limit them. Um, you're not gonna play perfect every game, but you you think of like, oh, we had some errors. Well, we also had some really, really good plays. Like you yeah. think of Kylie's ball that she was diving back towards center field and caught um, Shy's robbery. That was yeah. nice. You know, there was a couple bloops in left field that, uh, I mean, Talon had some good catches out there and she had some catches that I felt like she could have made. Um, Rachel you know, so had there's some that great one plays a second. Two runs, you know, and Becker, yep, Becker had some good plays. So it's all, you know, we talk about this a lot. It's a game of failure and it's, you know, you want to fail the least, but you're bound to fail some, like those errors are bound to happen. So it's how you're capitalizing, how you're improving and how you move forward. Um, and, you know, so I, I would just don't want to focus too much on the errors <clears throat> just because I feel like we had some really, really good plays Oh yeah, with those, um, you For know, sure. and so while it's a little bit uncharacteristic, it's bound to happen sometimes. So you just want to limit them and roll them and uh, roll with them. And, oh, I think I just locked my computer. Oh, there you are. There you are. You just, <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys are still here. But yeah, so I, you know, I thought that, you know, like you said, they did improve. Um, 
of course we want to pull out some wins, but when you're playing against a team at the caliber of OU to see us compete, especially with the way we've been trending lately to see us compete with them and have some, like we had our foot in the game the whole time. Yeah. Um, I felt like, so I I'm happy with, you know, of course, like I said, a bedlam win would be nice, but that's just a cherry on top. I'm happy that we played well and improved from um, the way that we were going for a bit. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And just seeing that we can score against them, not being shut out, like OU, I don't remember the numbers on it, but it was like, I'm pretty sure they've held less than 20 runs this year combined for visiting teams. So the fact that we scored like six runs on them all weekend, I'm happy with that. Uh, we oh we have been, OCU had OU shut out until the seventh inning on Saturday, which they haven't been shut out since like 2019, which was a crazy stat. Of course, I mean that didn't last. They are they do what OU does. <laughs> they they can shut out, but we did we did control that game for um up until the seventh. So yeah, I mean yeah, like we we had them, and I think that that's what this team needed. Um. Like I said, you're not necessarily getting the outcome you want, but I think this team needed to see themselves compete with OU. And it's not like they came in here and just ran all over us. Yeah. Um, first game was a little bit of a higher score, but it wasn't ever like I never felt like we were just hang like yeah, head just completely out and of it. Giving up. And that's yeah. that's what this team needed to move into postseason. Um that we knew that was going to be a hard series. You're playing the top team in the country. Like it wasn't going to, it wasn't yeah. just going to be a breeze. And so exactly. to see them compete, knowing that the challenge, knowing the challenge that was coming, that's what I'm most happy about. Because like I said, I really think that that will, uh, will help them moving into postseason. Definitely. And it was so refreshing to see like Taylor Tuck. She went three for three on Saturday, um, hit in both of our RBIs. Seeing her get some hits, I loved that. I know she's struggled a little bit at bats, but she kind of had some clutch plays here and there throughout the season, uh, some clutch mm-hmm. hits. So I was excited to see that. But most excited and kind of who we decided our player of the weekend should be, I'm saying weekend because during the week that was just trash. But weekend was Kyra. She The way she played on Saturday – has me so excited for what kind of player that she is going to be for the next three years. I know the season's not over, but she's a true freshman and she was out there. How did OU shut out for six <laughs> innings? Like as a freshman, that's pretty freaking crazy. So she pitched amazing on Saturday and uh, coach G took her out, you know, through Kelly, things kind of went downhill and that's okay because my dad made a good point. He's like, well, you know, Coach G, he says that he probably shouldn't have done that. He should have let Kyra stay in and maybe just finish it. But if he would have kept Kyra in and they would have started hitting and he didn't put Kelly in, everybody would have said, well, why didn't you put Kelly in? So it's kind of just yeah. a double edge. You can't really – you can't satisfy in that situation. It's kind of yeah. hard to know what to do because you know what their uh, thought process is for putting Kelly in in that situation. Um. But for yeah, me personally, I, mean, I just wanted to see Kyra. I'm like, I want to see her finish this game so bad and get this win. But again, yeah, you're I mean, just you don't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it it was kind of a situation that it's no matter what you do, people are going to question it because they had started hitting some hard. They've been hitting some hard off Kyra all game, like here and there. But yeah. she kept them on their toes and kept them shut down. So 
they've seen our now going coming up on our third time I don't know where we were at in the lineup but I'm sure it's about like the third time through um OU's a caliber of team that they're comfortable by then you know seeing seeing the same pitcher that many times and they're starting to hit her hard in the seventh so you're like oh okay, she's played, pitched really well. Do we leave her in? And what if she doesn't? And like you, like you said, your dad said, you don't leave, you don't pull her and she gets hit. And it's like, oh, we should pull our pitcher, especially with the, we haven't been pulling pitchers quite early enough, you know, and been getting these walk-offs hit on us. And it's like, okay, what do we do here? And you have a lot of trust in Kelly and the way she comes in and the way she throws. But I feel like Kelly's been, a little rusty in the first inning out whether she's starting or relieving or whatever role she's playing that first inning and so I just for that reason lately I just don't feel like she's the best closer um I I don't know what her her feels are on that I feel comfortable and I feel confident in Kelly being able to come in and throw whenever but just lately I just don't think that she's been throwing the bet like she's taken a second to get comfortable out there in my eyes yeah I Um, agree And so I don't know. I think I heard something like maybe her finger was bothering her, like a big blister or something. Because she was saying something about how she was couldn't, she wasn't getting like good grip, like something about sweating. So I don't know if she is just maybe like so nervous. Yeah, maybe that's causing her hands to sweat. And she, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, you know, there's so many things, and when you have that the ball in your hands so much, it's if you're not comfortable, it's really hard to, uh, perform consistently. So. But I, you know, she's been a little bit like rocky to me, but it doesn't, I don't falter in the way I see her as a pitcher. Like I still see her as an ace. She's a stud in the circle. I just don't think she's a good reliever right now. Like bring her in for one inning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and maybe in a couple of weeks she gets back to that. But so you bring her in knowing that what she's capable of and knowing how she throws yeah. and if she comes out and just mows them down, then it's like, yeah, that was the right move. Easy. But uh-huh. she's been a little rocky, comes out, they crush her. They've also seen Kelly for yeah, how many years now? Exactly. Um, you know, and I know that's not the all the girls, but a lot of the girls in that lineup know what she throws, know kind of what she's looks like. So <clears throat> it's one of those things. It's like, if you don't and it goes South, then you should have. And if you did and it goes South, then you shouldn't have. So there's real no no real win there unless everything goes perfectly. Yeah, and it- I agree. I honestly feel a little bit bad for her this season, just because talking to people, their expectations for her are so high, which I totally understand. Off, coming off the season that she had last year, of course, her expectations are high, but I feel like everyone, I don't know, I just feel like it's a little unfair to her sometimes because they expect <laughs> so much out of her to see which again I understand why it's just like that's why we have Lexi and Kyra right now like to fill that void for whenever Kelly I mean it, it's I mean it's nice to have a bullpen that's a little bit deeper this year and so I think we should take the pressure off her a little bit and maybe she'll feel like she can be back to herself and maybe she's just feeling the pressure I have no idea I'd don't know where she's at, but I, in a way, feel a little bit bad for her just because of how high the bar is set for her, just talking to everyone. And again, which I understand, I mean, she was like a top three pitcher in the country last year after the year she had. And, but I think people should cut her a little bit of slack. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know, but yeah. I mean, anyway, she's a stud. She, 
she handles herself really well. She's one of my favorite people and my favorite players. I loved playing behind her. Um, she's awesome. She's just always cool, calm, and collected. But yeah. like you said, that pressure, and I don't know, I haven't talked to her about this, but being as good as she is and everybody knowing that with that light does come a lot of pressure. So there's no telling. And that's kind of why you go back to it takes a staff. And I've kind of said that all year I've been really excited about this pitching staff because yeah. it allows Kelly to not shoulder all of that. Um, and, you know, obviously you want her throwing the best she can, but we have Kyra to come in. We have uh, Lexi to go to. So it takes a staff and, you know, she's not always going to be perfect at the end of the day. She's still human and she's still really dang good. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sweated about her at all. Yeah. Maybe this weekend was a good kind of, trial for her you know she takes a break she didn't pitch a ton this weekend I know she started on Friday but I couldn't remember what inning it was they took her out I think it was like the third or fourth inning because she had thrown 86 pitches in the first three innings so I mean like they were seeing so many pitches off of her and I think yeah I think it was the third inning they took her out so really she only pitched like four innings all weekend so maybe that'll be a good thing going into the big 12 tournament you know she kind of just has just you know, forget that, just move on, focus on, you know, um, season right now as it is. Maybe we can, because it's hard, it's going to be really hard if OC makes it to the national championship. I'm assuming it's going to be OU because they're going to have to beat, like, I I think it was, like, Texas Tech, or not Texas Tech, but they're most likely going to be there. They just have to win one to get to the championship because they have a bye on Thursday. But it's going to be oh, really hard for them if – yeah, if OSU makes it to beat a team four times in one week. So I'll, we're going to have that upper hand at least. But anyway, so good weekend for me personally. I think even though it came with a sweep, I think it was a good weekend for the Cowgirls. Just some good momentum going into the tournament, knowing what you are capable of, fixing the little things, um, and just improving on the things that you've done really well. So with that being said, um, I'm just going to do a shout out one of our sponsors, Resilient Softball. Um, they have a variety of unique apparel, gear, accessories designed by women for women, including officially licensed USA softball products. They also have custom glove design studio on their website where you can create a one-of-a-kind glove by hand-selecting the web style, stitching, binding colors, and more, which is so important for girls in softball because I know growing up I always had to use a baseball glove. So if you have a daughter or if you are a softball player and you're listening and you need any student, any type of new apparel, uh, make sure you get it from Resilient Softball. Shout out to them. Thank you for sponsoring Cowgirl Corner. Um, on the other side, we will be back talking about the Big 12 tournament this weekend and just kind of what the regionals and All that good stuff looks like coming up on the road to OKC. Not coming up on the road to OKC. Talking about the road to OKC. And we're not Ryan Chapman and Nicole Mendez, sorry. Um, (laughs) But all that's coming up next. Just stick with us. Randy's Pool specializes in quality pool service and custom builds. In addition to designing and building custom, affordable, resort-style family pools, Randy's Pools also offers pool equipment, repair, replacement, and upgrades. Whether you're looking for a new custom swimming pool, a remodel, or simply routine maintenance, Randy's Pools will go above and beyond for you. 
Call 405-820-0105 or visit randyspools.com for more information. That's 405-820-0105 or randyspools.com. We're back. Thank you guys for sticking with us, sticking with us and listening. <laughs> I can't speak this morning. Sometimes... I know, like my voice isn't awake yet. I know. I'm <laughs> like, it's, I wake up earlier than this. I I don't speak a lot until probably about an hour later. <laughs> that's me in the mornings. I'm like, nobody, don't don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't ask me how I am for about a solid hour because you'll get the dirtiest look ever. I'm so not a morning person. Um. Anyway, I, so like I've been having to wake up for early for so long now that I don't mind waking up. I just, I'm just kind of like numb. I guess I'm just like sitting yeah. there, like okay. I don't necessarily mind. Like I actually kind of prefer to be up earlier. I just, I'm not like a people person for a little while. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we got the Big 12 tournament coming up this weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in Oklahoma City. Um, so number one seat, Oklahoma. Texas took the two seat. Oklahoma State's in the three seat. Baylor in four. Iowa State in five. Kansas six. And Texas Tech is seven. So on one side of the bracket, we'll kind of start – Obviously, OU's on the opposite side of us because they're number one, um, and they get a bye. So Thursday, first game will be Baylor versus Iowa State at 12 p.m. on Thursday, and then following that game is Texas versus Texas Tech at 3 p.m., and then OSU and Kansas will play Thursday night at 6 p.m. So... The winner of the Baylor and Iowa State will play OU on Friday at 1 for the semifinals. So, I mean, if I had a guess, I mean, unless something crazy happens and, like, I assume Baylor's going to win, but you never know because it's the Big 12 tournament. That yeah, Baylor's I mean, you really don't ever know, but I'm sitting here looking at no matter how it kind of tracks up, Friday is going to be – full of like a couple pretty good games no matter who what like you already got OU there because they got to buy so unless something freaky happens on Thursday with Baylor and Iowa State you're assuming Baylor will make that game into the semis with OU they're one they were the first team to beat OU this season so that and they just swept Texas so Baylor's probably feeling pretty good yeah and swept got, Texas could you believe that that was crazy I know that it is wild that's what I was talking somebody the other day and they were like Honestly, like, yeah, we just lost. I forget, maybe Texas Tech. It was after that series or something. And then they were like, but honestly, everybody's kind of losing right now. Like, the Big 12 and, you know, has been kind of crazy. Those, yeah, it's kind of one of those times of the year where, you know, people are starting to get hot. Some people are starting to slump a little bit. So you're seeing a lot of that um, back and forth. Some teams like OSU that you wouldn't necessarily expect to lose but they've been feeling so good for so long they're kind of lulling and those other teams are starting to peak so it's an interesting time of the year because you start to see that a little bit more I think some upsets and there has been quite a few of those so but I'm looking at the Big 12 tournament Friday's games I mean Texas and Texas Tech no matter who wins that game 
we lost to both those teams. So hopefully we're coming out on top against Kansas. Um, and, you know, for the semifinals, there'll be some good softball games to watch and hopefully lead up into a good championship on on Saturday. Yeah, which definitely some it. fun games. I really hope that Baylor comes out on Thursday, wins, beats Iowa State, and gets Oklahoma on Friday. Because I feel like that's kind of just full circle moment right there. Uh, you know, Baylor being OU's only loss. I think that will be a fun game. That one's at 1 o'clock. Hopefully I can make that game. Yeah. Because I would like to see that game. <laughs> and if you remember last year, OU didn't really show up to the Big 12 tournament. They did not play that well for a little while. And everyone took advantage of that. Well, OSU took advantage of that. Um. <laughs> And so to uh, Thursday, yeah. So I'm honestly, how I'm feeling is I want to see OSU beat Texas more. I mean, I shouldn't say more than OU, but I want to say more than OU. Just because of getting swept by them, I'm like, I all I care about is beating Texas because we lost it in the World Series too. It's like kind of a weird thing with Texas right now. So if we can beat Texas on Friday, I feel like that is going to be like a huge turning point for them going into Saturday if, you know, if they can pull it off. So, yeah, Thursday or Friday's game should be a lot of fun. I mean, there's no way that Texas Tech is going to beat Texas on Thursday, right? I mean, like. Well, that's what she's like. That's what you say. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many. It's just that point of year. I mean, Texas just came off. Come off is coming off of three losses um, to Baylor. I mean, you know, a little in-state rivalry there. And I don't know, there's really, you know, anything can happen with where we're at. So the Big 12 tournament's always a lot of fun. Um, You know, I'm just hoping for some some good games to project us into postseason with regionals coming up, Um, you know, because we go Big 12, we finish up on – Saturday at two is the championship game, and then selection show is what Sunday, I think. Yeah. Uh huh. So it's always a really exciting time like selection show, like conference, you're done with school, uh, selection show. We, I, I don't know, since I'm not in the circle right now, I don't know if they're doing this, but the last couple of years, we went to Broken Bow, um, for like a little team trip after school uh-huh. ended, and we watched the show down there. And it's been a lot of fun. I hope they do that again because it's always a really good time because you're not worried about school. You're just worried about the last few weeks of softball and being with your team and and you get to get away and hang out. And it's do they do that every year? The last two years we started that. Um, So surely he'll do it again. I think they've talked about it a little bit. Probably will, but I I really hope they do because it's a special time. I don't know. I look back and those are some of my most – my favorite memories playing because like the energy just so different. Like I said, you're done with school. You're not stressed about homework. Finals are over. And all you have to do now is play softball and practice. And it's the most fun time of your season too. So it's just, it's a really cool feeling. Um, So selection show on Sunday, and then we'll find out where we uh, are. I do have, I was about to say, I do have um, someone sent me kind of like a projected regional type thing or like what they yeah. think. I mean, obviously yeah. this could all change, but I do kind of have like um, a little prediction thing right here. And it looks like... Is it, do you want softballs or anything or... 
It is Heartland College Sports Bracketology. Okay. I had some some OSU guy Shannon shout out huh. Shannon. The one softball put one out a while back. Oh really? It might have changed. Mm-hmm. Some, well, probably not. It's probably about the same. But it looks like so Norman Regional will be getting Robert Morris, California, Missouri. I mean, obviously they're gonna get the Missouri better Maybe. better regional. Stillwater, it is looking we are getting possibly St. Francis, Wichita State, and South Dakota State. Mm. So that's I think early... that... go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I think that's probably similar because uh to D1 softballs that they put out a while back because that's what I um yeah, I keep hearing Wichita I remember, State. I remember seeing Wichita State in our predictions and I was like, dang. <laughs> Not that we can't beat them. Like, that's a thing. We can beat them, but NCAA loves a good story, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I know what they're doing. So, yeah, yeah. I'm interested. Wichita State could give us a hard time, but I'm like, there's no way that they could, that OC's going to lose them that many times in a season, especially when it comes down to regionals. I'm like, surely not, right? Knock on wood. But you would never um, know. Yeah. No, I mean, like you look at you look at brackets like I kind of think this because I remember what was the year that Wichita State went to OU for I don't know I think it was regionals but it could have been I don't think it was supers I think it was regionals and they had this huge hubbub about like oh like we're getting sent there we shouldn't have got sent there like we're better and and I, I get those feelings I can understand like you want not an e- well, everybody would love an easy route, but you want like a, like if you're in the top eight, like we want a regional that we can handle and we expect to win our supers. But at this point of year, you have to beat everybody. If you're going to go win the national championship, you have to beat everybody. Yeah. You're going to so see like, OU eventually. So yeah, you're going to see them. Yeah. That was my thing. I'm like, you're like, I get it. You're mad. Cause like your chances are slimmer. Cause you're going to OU. Okay, whatever. At the end of the day, if you want to win it all, you're going to have to beat them. And so it's like the same thing with them predicted to come here. If they do, you have to beat every team in your regional to advance to the Supers. Yeah, exactly. You have, every, you have to beat that team twice in Supers to get the World Series. To win a national championship, you have to beat everybody. Like, And have to beat it like twice in a national championship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like I get wanting to, you know, you want – a fair playing field and everything, but at the end of the day, like you got to win. So whoever comes, um, it'll be exciting to see who who's coming and how the bracket plays out. But um, at the end of the day, like we gotta we gotta win from here on out. Yeah. So we need to play well in the Big Twelve tournament, keep that top eight seed, so that as we advance through playoffs, we're hosting. We want to host as as much as we can because our fans, you guys are incredible. Our home field advantage is definitely a thing like we love playing at home setting attendance records on saturday i know i saw that which it's about time like we set the i remember we had a picture of the attendance record um and it was bedlam like my freshman year i guess that's i don't think it's been broken since then but i could be wrong because of the decks but uh i'm like yeah we have all this seating now like we should be breaking records yeah for sure awesome like we would have done a long time ago if we had the seating to to do it so i'm glad that they brought those stands in yeah 
Um, before we kind of hop off here, I wanted to point this out because I thought this is really funny because it's, again, the committee kind of doing something. They're doing something similar, how they're doing with Wichita State, putting them in our regional is putting Central Arkansas and Arkansas and Fayetteville regional because mm. Central Arkansas has beaten Arkansas twice this year. And now yeah, they're ranked right. in the top 25. And so they're putting them in that regional. And I think that is like so poetic. I'm like, I know they're doing that to OSU, but. Yeah. And it, it's some of that, like you look at where they're at, like re- like location wise and stuff too. So yeah. That all plays a part. Yeah. Well, anything else, Chelsea, that you want to add or talk about before we hop off here? No, no. Exciting time of the year. Um, You guys watch the girls. Keep supporting them. They need it. This is the the time of year where it's tough nonstop. Like, it just keeps getting harder. And they're well capable of playing well. So, I'm excited to see how they do. Yeah, it should be a great weekend in Oklahoma City. I'm excited to watch some Big 12 softball and just – conference softball all around the country like it should be a fun weekend I'm interested to see who's gonna win SEC um, ACC all that good stuff so it should be a fun weekend exciting week next week starting uh, postseason Chelsea we'll be back here again next week hopefully talking about hopefully coming off a big 12 tournament win but you never know it's okay that either is way. the plan either way we're That's still gonna be here doing our podcast supporting so <laughs> Um, so appreciate you guys tuning in to us for week 11 of cowgirl corner. We'll be back next week. Make sure you guys continue to support, um, cowgirls softball in general all around the country this weekend, have it on your TV, your computer, your laptop, your phone, um, be playing all the games this weekend. So we'll be seeing you guys and go pokes. Thanks for tuning in. Go pokes.